Well, folks, welcome back. This is the second episode of our Slay the Dragon series. Today is all about the call to adventure. It's one of the starting pieces of the hero's journey, and we are really excited to get into that. Gavin, do you want to give us a wee recap of just what the call to adventure is? Yep, that's that little moment, folks, we, we touched upon it yesterday, when you have that feeling in your stomach that there's something more for you in, in life, in the world, that uh, picking the potatoes for your three shillings a week um, isn't the end of your story. In fact, it's just the backstory to your actual story mm. when you actually go out there and really let the world know and prove to yourself that there's more in you. Yeah. And I love, have you ever seen Smallville? Have you ever heard about it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of the origin story of it's Superman. Brilliant. And that's a perfect example. I, I loved it. I loved it more actually than Superman. Yeah. It was actually brilliantly done. It's really well done. And yeah. so there's Clark Kent. You know, he's a farmhand yeah. working on the farm and just sort of has this, this niggling feeling in his, you know, in mm-hmm. his, in his heart. I think there's something special about me, mm-hmm. but can't figure it out because his whole life he's been told, you know, go get the hay, go drive the tractor, go pick the potatoes, whatever it may be. Don't know if they grow potatoes in Smallville, but sure, yeah. Northern Irish context, you know what we're uh, talking about. Potato. <laughs> yeah, it's all just for anybody else. <laughs> anybody else who's outside sort of Northern Ireland or Ireland or whatever. Um, it's all about the potatoes. Folks, yeah. So it is, whether it's rice or whatever in your home. But yeah. For us, it's potatoes. So I'm sure there are multiple moments in your life, but could you share any times with us any kind of call to adventure moments in your own life? I mean, for me, the biggest, the biggest one when you can really one incident is the fact that I was a successful barrister, um, doing really well, earning plenty of money, really well respected. I was in law and um, happy, great job. But I had an entrepreneurial itch mm. and I, no matter what, I could not suppress it. I mean, nobody has ever walked away from a successful career as a barrister in Northern Ireland. There are people who've walked away when they haven't had successful careers, but nobody with a successful career. And that itch just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And then I scratched it one day. I I literally could not hold on to it any longer. And it was inside me. And the thought of spending the rest of my life as a barrister, it it wasn't horrendous, but... That urge that was inside mm. to say, do you know what? You're here for a bigger purpose. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. It just felt like an entrepreneurial journey at that stage. But then once you start on the journey, then it becomes a bigger <laughs> journey or yeah, journeys yeah. within journeys. Yeah. Um, and then I scratched it one day and I walked away from being a successful barrister to opening up the smallest spa store in Northern Ireland, 468 square feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the start of the entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. And then, because what we were talking about in the introductory episode was the fact that the hero's journey, it never ends. You just start again from square one and then you kind of just, you know, what was, what was the word you said? Con- did I say concentric, concentric circles? Concentric circles. Yeah, it, just, it yeah. just keeps going. And for you, you know, you had your whole transition from a lawyer into a businessman. And then, you know, really I, one of the endpoints of your hero's journey was, you know, look, I have loads of spars i've got mm-hmm. subways i have a yogi yeah. berry yeah. i have a successful business with the wall group here yeah. and then there was another called adventure oh. in your life with tech yeah no do you know i mean my poor wife okay um because she, hers, hers is a different god bless you, you helen you, you, yeah <laughs> god, god bless helen you know and um as soon as one of certainly for myself but you see once you free yourself to go after 
those feelings inside. I don't want to go to the grave. I, I always say about St. Peter, I want to get up to St. Peter if he's there and for him to say, you did a better job than we were expecting. Nice. You actually did more journeys, more hero journeys than we were expecting. I've mentioned that before in the podcast. I don't want him to get up there and say, you, you underperformed or you didn't go on enough journeys. Yeah, yeah. But once you trust it and you've been on a journey, you get a taste for it. Oh, I. You realize that you're you hungry have, for adventure. Like. You realize that you have that power, that ability, uh, that secret sauce. And he said, you know what? I'm going on another journey. 100%. It's really exciting. Yeah. When you do that. Yeah. And even with you and, you know, this podcast, the Speed yeah. Mentor podcast, uh, that'll be weird for people listening on my podcast, but you get you yeah. get the idea. You know, you, you know, the first, I think I, was I there whenever you did your first public speech? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and you know, that was recently. And so, now you're doing keynote speeches, you're doing yeah. podcasts, you know, you are a kind of like a public communicator yeah. and that has been a very fast hero journey for you. Yeah. Very fast. Now people might say, oh, but he was a barrister. Um, so it was he, nothing, <laughs> nothing could be further from the truth truth yeah of being a bar you see how very few barristers actually then end up in the public realm because you're tied down to precedent and case law and statute and you've got very uh, uh, tram lines that you're operating within yeah and you're not talking about yourself you're talking about something else yeah yeah, yeah. and then to and i hadn't done that for a decade anyway but then to start actually going and talking about your own journey and talking about encouraging other people on a journey is a totally different thing. So it yeah. has happened pretty quickly. Um, but when I go on a journey, I go full. I'm riding a flipping stallion. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, see the wee donkey? No, <laughs> no, get on the freaking stallion. I want to get there quick. <laughs> Slay the dragon. I'll start another, I'll start another one. That's so good. So good. Uh, I think there's probably like two or three really clear hero's journeys in my life. Um, one of them, I'm a big fan of like being authentic and, and sharing openly. One of them was happened very early in my life when I was a boy and I was very, very shy as a child. Didn't like to talk to anybody. Was just really into my books and really into reading, which has actually put me in good stead now yeah. later on in life. But then, you know, we bit socially awkward and I had, you know, a very short version of the hero's journey is I had massive amount of challenges all kind of approached me at once at a young age and my physical health was suffering. My mental health was suffering. Part of my hero's journey was I actually was suicidal and there was a moment where I had planned to take my own life and all this sort of stuff. And there was this big moment where then my resurrection moment happened. I came back from that. I was able to um, push out. I then became very, very confident. I loved people, was able to you know be out and about and went from this wee shy person to the life and soul of the party because I had this elixir of my life is a gift. My life is really, really you know valuable. I couldn't be here right now. And actually... Something that's helped me along my other hero's journeys is actually the fact of just saying to yourself, well, Matthew, you couldn't, like, there's a chance that you actually couldn't have been here. So actually this, this dragon that you're facing now, I'm actually glad to be facing it. Mm -hmm. So that was one hero journey. And the call to adventure for me really happened after that, where it was like, are you going to continue to kind of live in the in internal world? Or are you going to go out and live in the external world? So that was the first one as a really young kid. The second one was probably whenever I was 16 and I was, in school, kind of being a bit of an idiot, wasn't really focused on my studies as, you know, I'm sure a lot of people were. And I had this call to adventure in the form of Young Enterprise, Northern Ireland. And it was this thing in school and they were saying, look, you can start your own business. And I, none of my family were entrepreneurial. You know, there was no kind of business beat into me from a young age, yeah. but it was always like, selling stuff for car boot sales, selling donuts in school. I, I, my first gig as such was I was buying 
potato crisps from Spar and I was selling them on eBay to people from Northern Ireland living overseas. So I always had that, but Young Enterprise, they gave me that call to adventure of, would you like to start a business with some of your friends? And I had this wee idea niggling in the back of me. I loved, used to love uh, t-shirts, like Mm -hmm. graphic t-shirts with silly things on them, funny things on them, wee cartoon characters, puns and everything. And I just had, I remember writing down these five different t-shirt ideas. I was in IT class actually in school. I was thinking, Flip, I would love to make these t-shirts. I think these t-shirts are class. And there are wee stupid things like uh, Harry Otter with a wee animal on it with a wand, you know, and a wee Hogwarts scarf and all that sort of stuff and all this sort of stuff. And there was that moment where then Young Enterprise came along and I was able to kind of push out in that. And then finally, most recently, what I'll share is push forward a couple of years. It was time to start a plan for university and stuff. And everyone was kind of jumping on the conveyor belt and they're like, you know, I'm going to go to Queens. I'm going to go to Ulster University. I'm going to go across the water. I'm going to become a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher or whatever it is. And deep down, I had no idea why, but I had that wee niggling voice that just said, don't go to uni, Mm -hmm. go somewhere else. And I fought that for a long time because it didn't seem like there was any possible way. And unleashing that part of my hero's journey took me all around the world, 20 different countries. I was away for three years. I lived and worked in Manhattan for three years. I met my wonderful wife because of that, all because of just stepping out and just seeing where the journey would take you. But then I ended up back in Northern Ireland. Three years later, I had completely changed careers because I was in non-profit then then. And then there was that call to adventure to business once again. And I fought it. I ended up just taking a job as a gardener. I was working for Deliveroo. I was cycling around and I, you know, I wasn't involved in that world at all. And it actually was so because sometimes the call to adventure is life will almost force you into that adventure. And I don't know if you if you've experienced that, but I was quite comfortable. I was doing my thing and then I actually had a knee injury and I couldn't work physical jobs anymore. And that flung me into the call to adventure. And yeah, that's that's kind of has taken me to uh, where I am today. And I'm now on a current hero's journey with the podcast and with the business and with books and things like that and really interesting the thing that i wanted to ask you or maybe swap stories for the people listening was what was it i've shared you know one of mine kind of life forcing you but what advice can you give to people or what have you seen in your own life that gives you the guts to accept the call to adventure well interestingly what i do is i actually i'm in such a way of it now it's hard for me to even think back to that stage but now i actually force myself into new calls to adventure Mm. all the time I almost I'm so used to getting on a story so I'll say do you know what I'm going to develop a new speed mentor retreat yeah well wow. a new concept I'm going to take a dozen people and start a new journey for them and just put it in the diary and put it out there before you can even think about it <laughs> and then you're tied to it that's yeah. your next adventure yeah you know or you tell I'm going to do a podcast and you put it out there mm-hmm so the world has seen it. So then somebody's waiting. Is he going to do the podcast? Does he do what he says he's going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've sort of gotten that way rather than waiting to be for Say, do you know what? I'm going to put something out there. Yeah. And that's really key. So psychologists, they refer to that as the lock-in effect. Mm-hmm. That's whenever you have committed to something and you almost force yourself into yeah. doing it. And you've done this with the podcast. I do this with my podcast. I say every Monday morning, there's an episode going out. Mm-hmm. And so I've. that's my call to adventure every week is I have to do all the planning and all the prepping and all the interviewing and all the emailing to make sure that I have a episodes, you know, ready to go out on Monday morning. And then so yeah, it's almost will, another force in yeah, the adventure, just, isn't it? You, you lock it in, that's it, done. And then you go, you've no idea how you're going to do it. I have no idea how I was going to do a podcast. 
um, locked it in, said, I'm going to do it. Bought the equipment, didn't open the boxes for six weeks. <laughs> you know, I'm circling that. What the hell do I do here? Please help me, you know. And then you start listening to the other people's, how do you get it launched or who can you ask advice to? But you put it out there, I'm going to do it. Mm. And that's you locked in. And then you go on an adventure about how to find out how the hell do you do the bloody thing. Yeah, big time. And what advice would you have if I was a, a mentee coming to you, which I often am, mm-hmm. and I was like, look, I have I have this idea, you know, Gavin, like I just I just don't have the guts to take to kind of take that leap. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, well, I, I'm really it's all about committing to it. So what I would do is, what is it you want to achieve? So it's all about the goal setting. What is it you want to achieve? And I mean, sometimes I have mentees and it doesn't actually align what they say to me. So I can, I've talked about in the podcast before um, with um, James McGee. So he came to me with a business plan and he told me what his life goals were. And I just went, you know what? Those <laughs> two are just totally incongruent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't match. Yeah. Let's delve a bit deeper. What is it you really want to achieve? Let's get something that matches up with it. Okay. There it is. That's what you want to achieve. Right. Who else has done it? How did they get there? Mm. What were the steps that we would have to do um, that are just before that big moment of triumph after the dragon has been slayed or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Let's take a step back. Yeah. How did you get to that spot? Who went on that journey? All the stuff that we're talking about now. Yeah. Um, where do you have to set out from? Yeah. What do you need to bring with you on the journey? Have you got enough knowledge? Should we, should we get some of that before we start? Okay. And let's then ultimately, let's commit. Let's share our goals yeah, because there could be other people who want to go on a similar journey mm-hmm. and maybe they're looking to slay the same dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's also that bit where no matter how many books you read, no matter how many podcasts you do, no matter what fancy armor you buy before you set out on the journey or in, in our case, yeah. no matter how sweet your microphones are, you still have no idea. You know what I mean? Like Frodo leaving the Shire had no clue what was ahead of him and I actually was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking sometimes in life, it's better that you don't know. Yeah. Because if you knew, you probably wouldn't go on the journey to begin with. Well, if you knew all the challenges we're going to face. Exci- it's almost not exciting enough yeah. to do it. If you know you can do it, okay, that's what I call a medium term goal. Mm. And, all right, that's good. And it's progress and everybody should have them. Yeah. And anybody who doesn't is, is foolish in, 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 my, in my mind. But I call them when almost pure goal setting, it's the gorilla goal. Mm. It's the that thing that I do not know how the hell I'm going to achieve it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just actually don't know. And thinking about it is scary. Um, and you will need the Gandalf. You'll need the mentor. You will need those people on the journey to help you. Yeah. Because uh, you won't do it alone. Mm. If it's that huge, there is no possibility that you do it on your own. Absolutely. So... For the people listening today, we're going to talk about the, the role of mentorship next episode. But um, I wonder maybe where you find yourself. You could be in the situation of like a Spider-Man where greatness has been thrust upon you. You've been bitten randomly and all of a sudden you've got all these superpowers. You've had an opportunity that's come out of your way. You maybe have come into some money recently. You've made a really, really key relationship recently. Or there's just been a massive opportunity just opened up. Or you could be more like an Iron Man where actually it's adversity that's pushed you into it. Yeah. You've just found out, you know, a really negative health thing. There's been, you know, problems in your business. There's been problems in your family. You know, Iron Man, he was abducted and taken into a cave. And his cold adventure was, I need to find a way to get out of here and I need to build this mm-hmm. this machine, you know, that I can get out there. And then you could just be a, you could just be a wee Harry Potter listening in. 
Yeah. You know, you're living under under the what is it, the broom closet in a in a wee middle class house in England, and you're just chilling there, and you know you live a very ordinary life, but you just feel that there's something different. And hopefully, after listening to this episode and the rest of the series, you will just say, you know what, I'm just going to give it a go. And I think that's what it's all about. In Northern Ireland, we've got that Go For It yeah. program. It's yeah. a great name because it's just Go For It. Isn't that really what it's all about? For them this morning, just as has happened. <laughs> Shout out for them. <laughs> but I can tell you, mine, I have I've a good one there is that, okay, I had made a decision to go from barrister into entrepreneurship, right? And that decision in itself, if no adversity had then hit me, the, the thing that happens next is actually the bit that has actually moulded me into the person that I am today. Mm. So I made the decision to switch from barrister to um, uh, business. But my career and what I perceive that I am going to achieve in the future, I don't think would be anywhere near as great if I then didn't lose absolutely everything at yeah. that next point. So just after the switch, my wife is begging me, now this sounds awful, but begging me to go back to being a barrister, mm-hmm. along with my accountant, who's her um, sister, my <laughs> sister-in-law, who, who's bed, back bedroom. I have a hard time, Gavin. back bedroom <laughs> I was living in for five years, and, and saying, Gavin, you have to go back to being a barrister because that's the only way to plug the gap of this property crash, etc., etc. And the bloody hero is feeling like the villain at that stage, and that can happen on your journey. And I'm going... But no, I can't give up on this dream now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm on that. But it's really um, the resilience. And you're turned like a piece of coal into a diamond during that. Because I'm just saying every day I have to deliver. I have to deliver back. I have decided not to go down that easier path. Where there were, was nice honey on the trees and all that. You know, decided not to take that route. The shortcut round. I've decided to go in the Lord of the Rings where they have to go under the, mm. the mountain. The vines of Moria. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've decided to take that route to actually try and achieve what it is I'm trying to achieve. And down there and in the depths of that, Jesus, do I find out a lot about myself. Yeah. Do you know what I find out? Is that you can't break me. That's what I found out. And you see, having that knowledge that actually you cannot break me. Mm. I have lost everything. Yeah. So I've got my health, thank God for that, and everybody in my family. But in terms of physical possessions, etc., it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm. matter. I was living in my sister-in-law's back bedroom as, as part of my journey for five years. In fact, I now celebrate it. In fact, I know that it actually inspires other people mm. whenever I'm sharing my story. Yeah. Um, and the strength and the resilience that that gives you and the resolve then to continue on the journey and to know that no matter what happens on your journey, because I'm in the startup space now, as you know, and God knows what can happen in the startup <laughs> space. We all know. Um, but that doesn't faze me because I know, you know, at the end of the day, doesn't really matter as long as you're resilient enough to keep keep on going. Yeah. Well, that's as uh, as good an encouragement as any just to start the adventure. If anyone's listening, they're driving in their car, they're out for a run, they say, uh, you know what, it's time for me to start something. There you go. That's all you need. I'm going to just cut this one here. That's yeah. great. Brilliant. Great. See you next time, guys. It's your choice. Well, tomorrow. It's your choice. All the best. Best of Belfast. Big mentor. <laughs> I'm a